I like felt kind of weird going back to school. I was like, this person's not here. Not a lot of people know about it. It's like he, he didn't exist. Grieve, love, heal. You can't do them alone. We all lose people we love, so let's talk about it. I'm Angela Melvin. My mother died when I was 10 years old, and that's why I started Valerie's House. It's a safe place in Southwest Florida for children who've lost someone they love. Join us as we explore how to grieve, love, and heal together. It's September. That means summer break has come to an end and kids are going back to school. Many children who've experienced a significant loss. Did you know one in 14 children in Florida will lose a parent or sibling before they turn 18? That's roughly two children per classroom. We wanna help schools, children, teachers, and families understand and be more aware of how to help. I want to introduce you to two very special guests, mother Debbie Ratu and her daughter Morgan. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. putting this together. Absolutely. We are um, excited to be able to talk about this subject because I think too few teachers and administrators understand what to say or how to help a child when they come back to school after the death of someone close to them. I want to start with Morgan. How old were you when your dad died? And was it during the school year? And maybe you could share a little bit about that. All right, I think, let's just say 11 to 12 range. Basically, he died in the middle of the year, so he died in March. And like, the school didn't really know how to approach it. They were like, do we tell the teachers? Do we like not tell the teachers? And so, like, legit, I had, a, like, a friend went around to different teachers that I had that I wanted to know and told them. I did go into the guidance counselor um, and update both schools when it happened. So, mm-hmm. what was that reception like, and what, what did the schools do right, and what could they have done better? I think, you know, I think it kind of goes along with the school itself, each individual school, and certainly... Elementary is much more hands-on from a parental standpoint. And then middle school is less hands-on. And then high school is very few, you know. I mean, they want the support and they want the help. But as far as knowing the teachers, coming into the classroom, uh, you know, you, you, it's, a, it's a different environment in each level of school. So the elementary just was much more uh, receptive and, and aware because they've known throughout mm-hmm. the whole time the kids were there. The middle did well. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. One teacher in particular was a little less than welcoming, kind of like, oh, well, you have like a day to get the homework done, or hmm. was a little, you know, it was, I'm sorry for your loss, but, you know, you still have to get your work done. Like, okay, wow, that's, that's, that's cold. Yeah, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to make any special, you know, it, it, change things around for you. you right. Know, or like, is, what she did was special enough, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. I gave you extra days, what are you talking about? Right. What was the first day like coming back to school after your dad died? It wasn't a normal day because I knew my life had changed, but it was just nice to do something. Like, cause like for me, whenever I get sad, I need to do something to get my mind off of it. And that's like very good for me. So I feel like it was just better instead of laying around being sad all day. Did all of your teachers already know your middle school teachers? Well, basically, the teachers that, like, knew were very supportive and welcoming and, like, be like, hey, I'm here for you. I need to talk to someone. I'm here. You know, that kind of thing. 
what were some of the things that you think your teachers did right? And what, sh- what are some things that you think could be improved upon for anyone out there listening who might work in a school or work with kids? Well, I mean, they handled it pretty well. They were, like, calm about it, I'd say. Not like, it gave me, like, the time that I needed to get back into the swing of things, most of them. And it was good on that part. But I just, I feel like, don't look at the child or teenager or a person just differently because of it. Look at them the same way, but just know that they're probably going through a lot. Because you said you had one teacher that said, well, you know, I'll give you a day or two, but you, yeah. whatever you do, make sure you turn your homework in. Yeah, like, like right after. Or like How right did before. that make you feel? Oh, awful. Her class was like a nightmare for me just because math. My dad did math and he was a math like major and like science major and stuff. So he tutored math and he'd always help me with math. So I just kind of lost that big help. Just kind of painful to look at math for a while because I was like, Oh, my dad can help me with this problem. Then I start crying in the middle of class, and that's not fun. Um, but like, I just, it, I just felt awful, and it just, it was really bad. So I just kind of like, I got out as fast as possible and cried. Hmm. Did your teacher know that she had upset you? I don't know. I mean. She might have, but she never, like, apologized for it, never brought it up again. So there are obvious triggers sometimes, and we talked about this a lot of Valerie's houses. They'll just come out of nowhere. So even though it's been a few years, do you ever find yourself sometimes in class just it coming on, and how do you, what do you do in those cases? And I feel like if... I, okay, so, like, if it's a really bad, like, instance of, like, panic, I most certainly would go to a teacher either say, if they don't, like, go to the guidance office for some dumb reason, then be, like, um, can I go to the bathroom or something? And, like, just go to, like, the most secluded one you know of and then, like, try or, like, do whatever you need to do. But, like, if it's not, like, a minute one, it's never minute. <laughs> They're awful. But, like... I would still inform someone, maybe tell, like, someone you trust or a friend. Like, for example, if I know someone's going to offset me in class and I'm like, I usually go to my friend that's, like, near me. And I'm like, hey, this is happening. This is how I feel. If you see me, like, freaking out even more and I'm not noticing it, tell me to get out. Yeah. You know? Do you find sometimes it's hard to concentrate at school? Oh, most definitely. I think it's just because I'm just, I, I drift, not drift off, like, mm. sleeping by, like, I daydream a lot. So, like... Be paying attention, and like it's like two minutes later. You, but particularly seventh and into eighth, you it really affected you concentrating in class. Oh yeah, that's true. It was really awful. <laughs> it was really bad. Like I would, I would try my best to focus, but I would just like wouldn't even think of anything. I would just stare off into space, and like my friend would have to tap me, and the teacher would have to say my name or something. I'd be like, oh, okay. Ah. But in those first few months, especially, and even first year or two, you know, it's tough being in school and trying to, to keep all that together. It's It feels weird because, to some, it feels weird because you're, it's like you're almost going back to a routine, but it's like you're pushing the person away. Like, I remember, like, the first year and a half, I'm pretty sure. I, like, felt kind of weird going back to school and, like, routines and everything because I was like, this person's not here. Not a lot of people know about it. It's like he, this is an exaggeration because I was sad, obviously, 
But it's like he didn't exist. Mm. Like, things are going on as normal. This is weird. They shouldn't be normal. Mm. I haven't told, I don't think, any teachers this year so far. Just because, like, you need to find the right time to do it. And that's, like, the hardest part because it's usually by the middle, end of the year. There's no, like, all right, guys, if you want me to know something. I mean, a few of my teachers did that. Where, like, they had, like, no cards and you write, like, stuff about yourself and then turn it in. Which I think, great idea, by the way. Please do that. Because that's, like... Tell kids not to be scared of that because, like, that's such a cool thing. Because, like, that's a great idea. Interests. It's such a good idea. Because then it's something if you want to share, but you don't want to share publicly, or you just mm-hmm. want the teacher that it's important for them yeah. to know about you, you can write it down and pass it. In. Yeah. Great, great tip for teachers listening. Okay. Because I feel like if you do it in front of the class, one, you probably don't like want to say anything too personal. Two, mm-hmm. you probably can't think of anything if you're put on the spot to think of stuff. Yeah. Um, What other advice do you have for teachers who may be listening to this? I would just say, like, know that they're going through something pretty awful and just keep your doors open. So as a parent, I saw both reactions entering back into school. Mm -hmm. And my younger one didn't want anyone to know. She did not want to be singled out. She felt like it was going to single her out. She was going to get attention that wasn't genuine. Uh, people were going to become her friends that weren't really going to be her friends. She just saw, she just, she was like, nope, I don't. Mm-mm. So I would like to also add alongside of keeping your door open for the students that wanted also just to take each child, each student suffering something like that as their own individual being and respect what they may or may not want. I mean, yes, obviously. Communication is usually a helpful way, but if the child's not ready for it, they're not ready for it. Absolutely. What's some advice that you have for kids out there who are going back to school this year for the first time since the loss of someone special? Take it one day at a time because you will get through this. I know probably everyone's heard it, but you will get through this. It's it's going to feel like the end of the world, or it may already be like the end of the world, or it may not. It's just know that you and your emotions are valid. You can feel however you want, but just know that you can't let life go ahead of you and stay far behind. You're listening to the Grieve, Love, Heal podcast, produced by Valerie's House. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you can be notified when we post a new podcast. If you know of a child who's grieving and in need of support, visit our referral page on our website, www.valeriesouse.org.